Suns up! What's up, everyone? To another episode of Active Recall. I am your co-host Walter with Francis. <laughs> this is episode thirty. Before we begin, we just want to say thank you to all the listeners checking us out, tuning in, and staying tuned to what we talk about. If you could spare three minutes of your time, please go ahead and check out more content on our website on ActiveRecall.co. Write a review on iTunes. Or give a like, or give a like and subscribe to the videos. Anything and everything is sincerely appreciated. But enough of that, Sus. Happy New Year, dude. How have you been? Happy New Year. Uh, pretty good. I've uh, been doing. Um, I guess we'll get to our resolutions shortly. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, took a trip to San Diego. Saw Wally in person. Uh, amazing that was great and then went to seattle went back home spent time with family friends saw a friend of the pod jason in person also yeah yeah. pretty good few weeks um so just getting back into it um hit the gym yesterday (laughs) because that's my number one um (laughs) that's my priority (laughs) yeah just just you know like trying to get get into the uh Swing of things again. Um, good, snowing man. outside, snow on the ground. Uh, what about oh, you, dude? I've been doing great. Just doing that work, getting more and more inclined on videos, trying to start more marketing. Um, honestly, my square space, uh, square space, uh, my Squarespace account is going up and it's about to expire. And basically, this is the first step on of creating my business. It's been one year since I started promoting myself. Um, hung out with my family on Christmas. Got some presents that I wanted. Still haven't taken down the Christmas tree. Um, probably this weekend before Cheryl comes back. I hung out with you guys. That was fun. Hung out with Kurt, Sess, Amy. Um, man, just, just eating out all the time. Uh, hung out with more cousins, uncles and aunties, friends and family. Ended the year by going to downtown San Diego. Hitting this crazy bar for a good deal, actually. And dancing the night away before the new year. Um, and... But yeah, got a huge deal from that. Just been start of the new year, pretty grimy. I just, you know, had a hangover a little bit, <laughs> played a little Call of Duty, chill. But then that was yeah, yeah. But then um, I just I basically chilled that one day and then got right back to the grind on on the second. But um, yeah, man, everything's everything's good. Everything's good on my end. So, anyways, um. First off, Seth, since this is the new year, new pod, <laughs> what New Year's resolutions do you have? Well, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to stick with the podcast recommendations and then also do uh, the Magic Window. We're going to try mm-hmm. to do this for a few more episodes, see how we like it. We liked it the first time we did it, so um, we're going to keep at it and... Yeah, I guess we can jump into podcast recommendations, which we're tying to New Year's resolutions. So the first recommendation I have is the Pat Flynn show. And it's actually so right now we have these uh, Ask Pat shirts on. (laughs) And this is for um, Pat Flynn, the podcaster. But the one I'm Mm -hmm. recommending is another Pat Flynn. Same name, both very popular podcasts. Um, so this Pat Flynn is known for, or at least how I found out about him. Um, he does like a lot of kettlebell videos. Um, and he also writes about, I, I'm learning that he, he writes about different things and his podcast isn't just about kettlebells. It's about like, um, success and, uh, what he calls generalism. And I think he's oh. writing a book on it and it's just about, uh, if you go to his site, he, I think on the front page it says, I help people get good at many things. So, yeah, I guess for uh, my resolution, not my resolution is not get good at many things, but uh, it's more in line with how I found out about him. Uh, I want to try to focus on like kettlebell training and learning more about that. The reason is I just, um, I think it's better for me as far as like, we're getting older <laughs> and I think it, it helps, um, kind of helps me think about, uh, mobility and like the importance of mo- mobility 
yeah. not to say like strength isn't important, but uh, there's more elements to like health and fitness than just um, strength. So not, not to say I'm the strongest guy or <laughs> a strong person, um, but yeah, I, I've talked about this on the podcast before. Just like um, those times where I hurt my knee or like not, not bad. I didn't have like any tears or anything, but that's um, good. Mobility was important. And I feel like um, for me, uh, kettlebells really helped me think about um, the importance of mobility along with other things. So sick man that's good that's a good way to start so with that podcast essentially it's it's more on the exercise healthy kind of uh new year's resolution in tie in um in turn of that pat pat flynn is, is it really a guy's name yeah yeah it's uh wow. it's pat flynn um okay so that's so it's such a yeah trip. if you want to hit podcast Start with that name. Uh, a lot of his guests so far have been, uh, or not a lot, but the ones that I've been listening to, I've been binging pretty hard on the podcast, but he talks about um, kettlebells. He has uh, Dan John on there. So Dan John is the inventor of the goblet squat with the kettlebell. Um, so oh. he does have fitness experts on there. He also oh, has um, like online business experts, things like that. So yeah, check that out. I, I am really like uh, resonating with, his approach to like generalism he says like oh just specialize in things until you yeah. can get to 80 percent proficiency um and then move on to something else not not to oh. like forget it completely but trying to get from like your aim shouldn't be to be the best single best person in the world uh you want to get like good at something uh kind of like what we talked about in the episode about first 20 hours yeah you want to pick something that interests you and you know p- pick something good like have a good reason to learn it even if it's just to pick up a new hobby or how do something fun um it, pick up basketball is more fun if you have some idea if, if you're not out there uh, injuring yourself or injuring others at worst um that's good i like that yeah so uh yeah uh pat flynn podcast or Sick. i think it's called the pat flynn show the pat flynn show and yeah and also check out smart passive income by pat the other pat flynn <laughs> both of them are good uh two recommendations so um and my new year's resolutions just uh focus on kettlebell uh training good man good luck with that i'm excited um i'm gonna have to keep uh, keep you up to date because i'm gonna i'm really curious about that now uh pat flynn show sure because to be honest i with yours i i don't really do much mobility i'm all about just the uh you know squats deadlifts and bench press bro but i'm i do want to do more of that uh the mobility kind of stuff i mean my sister you know well they all want me to get into like yoga try to but i don't want to do any of that but i feel like that is a good approach for the new year because you know we are we are getting up there now, <laughs> right? Um, anyways, um, with mine, I just want to start bef- before I start. I want to tell everyone that uh, near the beginning of the last year, we had an email thread that was with you or Sess, Jason, and I. We created this outline of goals of the year. Now it wasn't as structured, but we had a layout of what we wanted to do. So each section had types of goals, and I'll I'll read mine. I read mine out just. This is a quick one. So like the first one was is called huge goals. And this is the one goals that are pretty long and lengthy that take time and make work within the year. So think more of a five to seven month range or even later. Uh, for example, a few of my huge goals was to graduate with my bachelor's degree. Next was starting a business kind of deal. Uh, next is the small goals. And these ones aren't as big as, you know, huge goals, of course. But uh, these are ones are necessarily financial gain but had to do with yourself like physically mentally what what Seth is talking about these are these are things that that make you want to work on you and just to check up on what you need like working out eating healthy that sort of stuff and then the next section was practical goals and this had to do with financial gains like saving $50 or however much you can put that you can't touch or won't touch ever another example of mine was to have a clip of the week or some sort of social media video now this was an actual failure for me because making videos once a week for like a social media thing was exhausting 
it's 52 videos. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, lastly was non-practical goals. And this is something that doesn't have to be needed and probably won't even benefit you. So an example of that was I wanted to get a tattoo and fortunately I didn't get that for this year, <laughs> for last year. So that's pretty good. But anyways, um, with that, I wanted to have some sort of structure or a plan. And with this year, uh, oh, man, I really got to change that nice. alarm. So, <laughs> so with that, um, a plan. So from the MFCEO project with Andy explaining you have to have a plan or Tim Ferriss's five minute journal. Uh, the plan is to win the day. If you could win the day, you could try going for a streak. So if you could win one day, try winning the next day or win three days in a row or five days in a row or a week, then a month, then several months, then a year and so forth. So this makes you, um, more reliable on yourself just to check on you to be more successful on you and what, what you want in life. Um, so with that, I will want to start writing. Um, I need to have a journal, which is I'm going to try. I'm going to order that book called The 5-Minute Journal. I don't know if I want to. I, I remember we did like a little excerpt of it, like just one page. But I would like to do a 5-Minute Journal. I would like to write down a little bit of my ideas, my thoughts, just to get my, my mind going. And that has to do with waking up a little earlier than normal. I mean, I mean, this is early, <laughs> but I would like to, uh, I'd like to get up consistently. And that has to do with sleep. Again, that's another, another resolution. Um, and so everything kind of is like a snowball effect. Like if I want to do this, I have to, if I want to write, I have to wake up early. And if I have to wake up early, I need to sleep early. And then, and I need to have a good enough, a good amount of sleep. And with that, that's because of the MFCEO project. He wants to make a plan. And then with Tim Ferriss's podcast or the five minute journal, that's the uh, idea is to get more writing done. But yeah, sorry. I think I went off on a huge rant on, on just plans, but. I like the reason I, I just want to say that is just because I I have a hard time with plans. Um, I think like in college, school, I had so much structure that I felt like a machine that I could just it, it felt it felt good to deal with uh, sh like stress in a structured plan. I think I didn't have to. I wasn't burnt out with school and work at the same time as much as a lot of people would be. But yeah, anyways, Seth, um, what's uh, another well, one from you? Yeah, I mean, that's great, though. Um, yeah, having a plan. And it's uh, my freshman year in college. I, <laughs> you, you think like people want to retire and have all this free time or you know strike out on their own and have this free time and uh, right. something they run into is they don't have that structure anymore and then they don't <laughs> do anything and um yeah it, like there's probably a reason jobs are the way they are and they are like scheduled and <laughs> you go you know that, that's probably <laughs> someone in like the 1800s or 1900s in a steel mill found out you know this yeah. is the best way to get people to get work done um yeah, so what I was saying, like freshman year in college, mm -hmm. I was getting bad grades. And then finally, like I got this job at the um, library and like computer help desk. And, you know, in, in some way that was like less time to study. But the thing was, I had infinite time to study almost outside of class because I had nothing else to do really. And right. as a result, I barely studied. But then um, just getting that job helped like provide some structure. So... Yeah, it just like gave me a schedule, and I studied more and did better in school. Uh, not to say I turned into like you know four zero student at all, but <laughs> no big deal. Um, it, it, yeah, it, it definitely like helped. Um, so, and that goes back to the previous thing I recommended with generalism is uh, if you specialize in a few things and get uh, to some proficiency, then they start overlapping, and um, it's in those intersections that you can really like excel. Um, and speaking of waking up early, uh, my right. second recommendation is Jocko Willink. 
which we mentioned on the last one, but it was more for Tim Ferriss's Tribe of Mentors podcast. But yeah. Jocko himself has a podcast, which is, I think, really, really popular. So, yeah, check that out. I, I'm going to add a link to just specifically um, number 100 with Tim Ferriss, which I'm listening to right now. It's four hours, so um, it's it's pretty long, but I do really enjoy um, both of their work. So uh, I'll probably talk about it next week. And, yeah, I guess from that, I, I, I'm trying to think of, like, one resolution that I could take away from Jocko, but... Um, Going with his idea of, uh, we've talked about this where he, uh, uses the word good after bad things, like, um, something bad happens and he thinks good. And then that's just a trigger to, um, yeah. So I I guess this is what a resolution would be is, um, like taking like different beliefs I have and trying to reframe them to be more positive, not to say it's all sunshine, but, um, yeah. There is some, usually in like something, if something goes wrong, then you can take a lesson from it. You can think good. Um, at least I learned this, or at least this will go towards this, blah, blah, blah. Um, so you brought up that goals for the year email thread. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of worried to open it back up because I thought I didn't hit a lot of goals. Um, but, and I didn't. So I had these like, so we, <laughs> like you said, we did a uh, huge practical and non-practical so, yeah. um, huge 150 pounds by the bachelor party. <laughs> by the end of the year, uh, last week, I hit a career high, uh, 170. Yeah. Finally broke 170. Uh, I, I, I figured because I was eating a ton in San Diego and Seattle. Um, so this year, that's kind of like rolling over. I'm going to try to hit that goal again. No bachelor party this year, though. Um, Let's talk. And then <laughs> another sure? one was, yeah, like paying attention to, yeah. Another <laughs> one was like calling my parents more, um, and like, uh, following, like putting effort into more effort into like relationships and friendships and things like that. And, uh, that was part of the reason we started this podcast. So in that way, this went well. Um, this went really well. Yeah. Pra- yeah. So then we had practical two blog posts each week and then also was trying to save money. And I actually did that. So that, that was good. I did save that amount each week and the blog posts uh i I mean that was something like reviewing last year um i did actually i was like oh i didn't i you know you can get down yourself and i was thinking like oh i didn't i didn't make anything but when i like really reviewed last year there was just like a ton of stuff that we made uh, um like including this podcast and then the videos and posts so and then Something surprising here was uh, the non-practical goals, 10,000 subscribers to uh, the newsletter. That was not a surprise. I did not get anywhere near that. But the one surprise was uh, I wanted to try to pay off student loans, which was a lot. And I actually did end up doing that. Um, So that was something I didn't think I was going to be able to do, but I did it. Um, So how this goes back to the Jocko Willing podcast is... (laughs) Um, yeah, that idea of reframing things and looking at how you can at least pull a lesson out of negative things. And, um, also just as a side recommendation, check it, check out his audiobook, uh, discipline equals freedom on any of like the streaming audio services have it. It's been pretty good. I've, I've been putting it on like here and there and it's just, if you want basically like someone to wake you up he has different th- like, like three minute clips for every situation not every situation but um like you said like waking up early he has one that just talks you through like hey are you gonna stay in bed or are you gonna go actually uh, achieve your goals <laughs> you're gonna do something uh, yeah bro. <laughs> and uh, yeah i'm always impressed that you wake up at 5 30 to do this podcast so um yeah uh thanks man thank you yeah. jocko willink um, yeah, so what was your next recommendation? You got it. So this isn't actually a podcast, but it's the book. Um, I've been kind of back back and forth with this with this book a while back. I keep asking about it. And it's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F, which, I mean, they do have the full wor- the, the whole word on it. But it's that big orange book at the bookstore at Barnes & Noble or whatever, anything. But it's always talking about the uh, counterintuitive approach of 
of life. It's, it's like um, approach of having a good life. So, like, okay, with this podcast, we're always really so positive, but this is actually the first time I read something so negative that would be kind of good. It's it's, it's actually kind of awkward, but um, let me let me back up really quick. Um, one, with one of my other, so okay. yeah, we'll just jump into this is the book of the week. Uh, we're gonna try <laughs> to do. Rec- yeah, so we dropped the book of the week, but we're going to do podcast recommendations and uh, we'll like have a small chat about a book instead of trying to do the whole episode around it. Yeah. Um, and then the magic window. So those are going to, we're going to try to make those our three things. So excellent. Uh, I love okay. it. Yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry to interrupt. No worries. All right. All good. All good. Uh, other, okay. So like other resolutions is if you guys haven't heard this yet, I'm making my own YouTube channel and yeah, it's going to be pretty hard it's gonna be probably one of the hardest things i'll ever do is just making my own brand um putting myself out there putting i'm i'm like you know it's it's really worrisome like just to to promote myself or just okay so what i'm gonna do is do something about building up my own wrx my own car i'm going to modify it and left and right i'm just gonna do big modifications small ones probably get a vlog here and there but for the most part it's just more on the how-tos. Uh, I know a lot of people aren't really car savvy, and I know that I'm not that car savvy, but I'm learning as I'm working on the car. And thankfully, I'm recording everything that I've been doing up to this point. So ever since like the last five months, I've been documenting everything on what I've been doing. So this is the reason why I haven't been saying anything is because nothing's been recorded, nothing's been uploaded. But I have about, about five episodes right now. I'm thinking about my sixth and then after that i'm probably going to upload once a week and then start working on my way there unfortunately i I started realizing this is more of a passion project and coming back to this it's the subtle art of not giving an f it's this thing um it's (laughs) one of the things i got from this book was it's just it's like doing you. Um, okay, let me find this quote really quick. Okay, here. Uh, it's this guy, Mark Banson. He's the, the author of this book. And one of his quotes is, don't just sit there, do something. The answers will follow. Uh, one of my favorite quotes, just because I remember hearing that, and I I, I didn't bookmark it, but I wrote it down on my, my notes on my uh, iPhone. And then I was like, don't just sit there <laughs> while I was at work, just writing it down. But um, it goes off, the book goes on and on about how suffering is something we need to do and what other people are doing doesn't really matter, but it's good to check once in a while. Like if I was to talk about changing oil and putting on YouTube, there's going to be a buff. 2,000 videos of people changing their own oil. I mean, who's going to watch mine, right? It's okay. It's fine. You're putting content out. People might watch it. People won't. But if you just keep building that content, people are start. People will start checking you out. For example, Seth started posting videos. Um, he's been getting people that are liking it, people that are not liking it. And of course, he's getting reactions from other people we don't know about. And and with that, he's getting subscribers. That's amazing. So that's what I'm going through. I would like to go more into it, but this book makes me realize you just got to do something. And and one of these things is having a passion project. This is going to be something that I would like to do, like at least a season or 12 episodes, see where I'm coming up or, or anything like that. So with that, Sess... On you, man. Oh, What's yeah. I, I did finish this book. So, um, listen to the audiobook. And if you have an Audible account, um, I th- I'm sure you've seen this recommended. It's it's everywhere. And if you go on Amazon, like, I think this is just one of the... I don't know how if you can look up, like, book sales numbers. But, um, yeah, it seemed to be everywhere last year. And, of course, some of that has to do with, like, the algorithm that we have and things oh, like yeah. that. Oh, um, yeah. self-help where, books. You know, <laughs> Yeah, if you if you buy if you buy one self help book, then this will probably show up and like recommended. I did really enjoy it. Um, I thought I I I did like hold off on buying it for a while because I thought it was gonna be like um, just like this super aggressive book about like you shouldn't care what other people think and things like. That. But it it isn't that 
really. Um, I, I guess yeah, it's it. That's what the title does make it seem like, but it's. Mm-hmm. Um, it really is just about, yeah, not holding yourself back because of like what other people would might think about you, uh, which isn't to say. Or uh, not 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 only like what other people will think about you, but um, it, it's not. Oh, so this is what it. It's not. Don't care about anything. That's mm-hmm. not what the approach yep. is. It's to like be explicit about what you don't care about, so that you can really care about the things that are important to you. And I think that was something really important last year when I listened to like essentialism and essentialism or the one thing, and it's just identifying what's important to you because you only have so much energy, you only have so much time and, um, other things you can not worry about you. Um, yeah. So one thing like specific takeaway from the book was that was interesting is hearing, um, what he thought about like that life. And this is something I've changed my mind about. I think in the past few years is it seems like this amazing life where people, do like the digital nomad thing and they live, um, you know, overseas and, um, just work online. And then, you know, you, uh, you, yeah, you live in like a lot. I think Thailand is like a pretty common location that people do this and, you know, they'll, they'll take the picture of like the laptop at the beach and it's like, Oh yeah, just, you know, um, and he did live that life where he was traveling all the time. I think he's visited like 55 countries or something like that. And he talks about it at the end, just how, um, looking back at it, how much of it, uh, wasn't valuable, um, right. that a lot of it was, was shallow and th- that even doing like during that, he, um, wasn't as fulfilled as he is now. Um, not, not to say that there that isn't a good thing to do. Uh, I think there's a lot that you learn from like traveling and things like that. So, um, but it, it, you know, if you look online and you see people like kind of like advertising that lifestyle, they make it seem like every, it, I, I shouldn't like generalize too much, but in a lot of ways they sell it to you as like, this is the best possible life you could live. Um, and I think I bought into that before and, um, not so much anymore. I, I was thinking, I think someone said like, Hey, wouldn't you rather be at the beach and just be at the beach instead of <laughs> yeah. with your laptop or, um, also just moving to mo- moving away, uh, moving to San Diego and then to New York. And, um, really it's one of those, you know, don't know what you got till it's gone, but like really like missing my friends from, um, Washington and from San Diego and like how fun it is to see them again. And, um, I really enjoy it. I'm really happy with like moving to New York and how things have turned out here too. Um, so yeah, yeah. That's great, good, great book though. Great. Good, good book. Good read. Yeah. Good or good listen. Um, so I have a couple other things, but this has to do with motivation and with that podcast. Oh, my bad. I, I, I skipped you. Did you have another one or? Oh no, no, no. Um, okay. We already did. Yeah. No, go ahead. You got it. So, uh, just a little quick thing. Um, Another couple uh, resolutions is I'm going back to school. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I didn't think I would have to, but I have this idea that if I get more inclined in computers and video editing, that I probably should get certified, right? So I'm going back to school, and with that, I'm probably going to get more freelancing jobs as a video editor, um, I just to promote myself. Um, of course, the smaller details, getting more sleep, getting more exercise, blah, blah, um, And there's this thing... This podcast, the the art of analysts. I I swear I I stay on this podcast, but it's the motivation myth, and it's for people like me. So let me uh, read something. It's like for example, you have a new year and you're likely likely set to some new goals to yourself. Now you just need some motivation, and so you read motivational quotes on Instagram or listen to a motivational podcaster to yell at you for 30 minutes while you commute to work or repeat affirmations about crushing it every morning and night. You feel motivated, then you do some, you try to do, accomplish your goals, then a few days later, you're not so motivated. You feel like you're, you're you feel guilty for stopping and then you just kind of kaput. So you go back to the motivation, you start working on it again. That's me. And I feel like every day is an up and down roller coaster. 
by itself. And I, with this podcast alone, episode 267, I think, 367, sorry, um, they talk about motivation and how motivation is just an emotion. It's uh, It just comes and goes. It's just a f- it's just how it is. And if you go and listen to us, this guy's name is Jeff Hayden, and he has this book called The Motivation Myth, which I'm really kind of curious about how high achievers really set themselves up to win. And uh, it talks about, I'm not going to break it down about those, the, they have myths in this. I'm not going to explain everything, but if you want to listen, it's about focusing on the process of the goals, the the process, <laughs> the daily day-to-day basis on following these processes and why you have to be behind those goals and how to set yourself up and refine those processes. So it's, it's basically refining your plan and and putting more emphasis on on the structure of the plan. So it's you can't just say, "Oh, okay, I'm losing 50 pounds this year." It, there there's no there's no structure, there's no plan. It's just it's just that goal. So you have to have something like, okay, well, I'm not going to drink any more soda this year. Or maybe I won't drink soda for like the, the first month. Maybe let's see if, if that's better. Uh, drink water and coffee and tea, all that stuff. So you have to set yourself with these processes. Um, anyways, uh, last thing is there's this app. <laughs> I, know, I know we didn't have an app of the week or whatever, but well, you just showed this to me last night. It's actually pretty clever. It's called... Habitica, uh, Habitica? Uh, it's an app that an app that allows you to prove your life with one task at a time. Now the catch is, it's uh, you have this avatar or character, and you can lo- unlock gear and items to have on your avatar to make him look him or her cooler with stuff. As long as you check out, check off all the life tasks. It's 2D, so it's basically this character like those uh, RPG Super Nintendo characters. It's pretty cool. I'm I'm going to try it out for a while, but if if it's going to make me keep going back to the app and checking off things on that thing, I don't think it's going to be that beneficial. I feel like I feel like more if I write the stuff down, like on the five minute journal or my plan, maybe it will be way better. But yeah, just a little app deal. I like that. Yeah. So um, I think this is mostly from um, Smarter, Better, Faster, or I forget what the book is called, but uh, by Charles Duhigg. It's by the same author as The Power of Habit, but he talks about like goal setting and um, with motivation and things like that. I think it's good to set you. You want to have like the higher level goal and you know your why, like five whys, whatever, to get to like the real reason you want to do something, and that's what lets you get through like the day to day. And at the same time, you want the day to day to be like. That should be kind of the where you find the pleasure. Um, since life is a collection of days, uh, the goal can be to make those days really good. So that when when your goal is uh, another good journey, then that's a really good goal. Um, when it's just to like stand at the mountaintop for one second, and you think that one second will be with you for you know that one moment <laughs> will drive you for every other moment in your life it it, it's difficult but um yes and then uh, i think it's good to have like a steady dose of motivation and that's why as much as i read the same books like the same types of books um there is some value in that and getting like re-motivated um (laughs) but (laughs) that's probably just an excuse for my uh book purchasing addiction um anyway so that's it for podcast recommendations and book recommendation. Sick. Uh, subtle art. And now, do you still have some time? Yeah, of course. I got like 20 for, more minutes. Yeah. You mentioned <laughs> I can't wait for uh, this. Ha- Habitica, which is yeah. like gamifying life. Yeah. And we can just talk about games directly with. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, <laughs> we need to get the magic. Uh, music going to put in the background <laughs> for the magic window hey. um so this week we're talking about uh and again uh magic window something that you liked when you were like nine to uh like 10 let's say nine to 12 years old um and in a lot of cases you like these things that weren't that great in hindsight um mm-hmm. but just because you watched it at that point you Enjoyed it, so and sometimes they are actually good things. Um, so this week we're talking about 
favorite arcade game when you were growing up um that, that was a good time when we grew up you know arcades were still in the malls and it was a little bit sad watching them slowly disappear until yeah. they used oh. to be in every single mall then one by one they disappeared and uh they were mm. only in like the premier malls and then they disappeared disappeared entirely now you just see arcade games probably like you either go there to to like Dave and Buster's or something where yeah it's yep. like one of the last remaining things or you see like three games at the theater <laughs> at the corner yeah 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 um man so the the thing is I remember the only reason I liked going to the mall or Cascade Mall was going because of going to that corner shot of the arcade which is nickel city it's it's next to the uh the food court and um, silver coin silver coin excuse me yeah uh silver coin on that spot and then at bell's fair there was another arcade right immediately right next to uh the food court too with i can't remember the name but it has like that those mirrors <laughs> at the front so it looked really cool but every time i go there during this time um there was a few games that I would go straight to. It wasn't. It wasn't Time Crisis. Man, if it was Time Crisis when I was a kid, I'd probably Spoiler. be really addicted. No, no. It was- <laughs> so, um, man, nine through twelve. I had to. I have to admit, there was a bunch. Um, I'm gonna have to say it has to do with a few. So we have the Ninja Turtles arcade game. Um, the next one is X Men, which all these both are uh, side scrollers. So, you had to, uh, oh, what was the next one? Dance Dance Revolution wasn't until, like, what, when we were 15, 16? Right, and upwards. <laughs> and, and upwards. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, uh, there was one more that was a side scroll. Uh, area, area 51? No, it's okay. So, with that, I would, no, okay, I got it. One of my favorite games that I really liked doing was playing the Simpsons arcade game. And the only reason is because I was a Simpsons fan. I was a freak about that that show. And seeing that arcade game was probably one of my favorite times seeing that. Uh, don't get me wrong, X-Men, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, great games, of course. I played as much as I can on that. But the Simpsons, there was this thing that I remember playing all the time and... It was when, if I played with another friend, if we tag team, like, each person has this special ability. So if you were, like, Homer and Bart, you guys could, like, Homer will carry Bart on his shoulders, and then they would start attacking, like, big attacks. Uh, if you were with Bart and Lisa, yeah, if if you could tell, I, I've been playing with just Bart alone. Uh, if you could be with Bart and Lisa, you guys have jump ropes, and you guys are just running around. Um, if with... Like, you know, it's, it, it it was fun. And the only thing is because you're trying to save Maggie. And Maggie has, like, a diamond in her mouth uh, that Mr. Burns wanted. That's the whole point of the, this game. And everyone's trying to stop you from from that. And it's it was probably the most... Uh, I kept... I, I don't know. I, I think I only played up to, like, three or four levels. And then I got... I was over it. But it's it's actually <laughs> really hard, yeah. But uh, Sess, what about you, Ben? Hold on, I do oh. remember the Simpsons game. Of course, it was like super popular. Um, this is actually one of those cases where we have really fond memories of that game. Mm-hmm. Not that good of a game. <laughs> if you like, go back. I, I mean, uh, at least it's like. It it is good in that like the art and stuff and like it is a Simpsons game so it is fun so it's it's hard to say like that it's it's not a good game if you know it was very entertaining um, yeah but actually I think this was oh man like three or four years ago uh, when I worked at you know huge fashion company um, <laughs> oh, we no, went on our lunch break with uh, two of my teammates I, I uh, went with two of my teammates on the lunch break to like one of those bar arcades. I think it was actually Barcade. Um, <laughs> and they had a working Simpsons machine. So, you know, we're adults now. So we were able to bring like the, the roll of $20. Um, <laughs> and it's not a huge deal. Uh, and we decided, okay, we're just going to beat this game uh, no matter what it takes. Um, 
not that fun. <laughs> we were, you know, no way. We, um, you know, it's it's fun for like the first like three levels, and yeah. then then it's just the same thing over and over. And it might be because you know we were just kind of grinding through it, but. Um, <laughs> It, 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 I, I don't want to say it's not a good game because it really did capture like the Simpsons um, yeah. in a video game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then um, mine, I guess this is, you mentioned Time Crisis earlier and you didn't include it, but I'm just going to go ahead and include it even though it's from high school. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> I wrote uh, Suns Up, Guns Up, Pedal Down. <laughs> reload um <laughs> Kettle down. so yeah time time crisis 2 i that's probably the arcade game that um i played the most either that or i i mean if, if you collect all of the different marvel ga- or uh, capcom games throughout the years then definitely that but just like one single game i think it was time crisis 2 and yeah it was just kind of like the routine for maybe a year or Maybe even two years, but and even even like whenever I would see the machine, um, in you know, as it got older, I would still play it. Uh, Time Crisis Two, I got to the point where like I uh, I could beat it without dying, which was pretty good, I think, for like Very you know an arcade good. game. Um, yeah. yeah, it was just like <laughs> this uh, thing to try to impressed anyone that would want to watch me play the game for like 25 minutes um so <laughs> mostly nobody but yeah that that was and it was this thing where you know how they say like the four minute mile no no one could do it until like Ro- i think roger bannister did it and then everyone started doing it oh. um and time crisis 2 like it seemed kind of, kind of impossible when i started first started playing it, like to beat it without dying like it just seemed, you know, uh, like something that couldn't happen. Then I went and visited a friend in Bremerton, and we went to the arcade, and his arcade had just, like, mall rats. Just some of his friends were just, like, they were there every single day. Wow, uh, no It was way. one of the most impressive things. Like, we, uh, the closest mall when we were growing up was, like, an hour away, so we couldn't yeah. go um, all the time. But, yeah, yeah, so I watched one of his friends beat Time Crisis 2 uh, without dying. And, yeah, I... I <laughs> I was blown away. <laughs> it made me realize like anything is possible. So after that, I tried and I was able to do it. Um, nice. Not right away, but you know, I, I saw, I knew it was possible. And that, that's a lesson <laughs> in life. Know that it's possible, that then it's you'll possible. be able to do it. So have a mentor, yeah. <laughs> have a mentor. Um, watch, watch an expert, see what they can do and just, um, you know, destroy, destroy the barriers man i i remember a lot of them are mental you know what's crazy is that i do remember you and jason playing that game and you guys i i basically dipped out playing other games for i don't know half an hour and i see i come back and you guys are at the boss level and i think jason said he spent about a good almost less than five dollars while you didn't pay anything yet (laughs) and the and the thing was um I basically watched your screen when you were fighting the boss, and the cool thing was that the boss was uh, in the middle while you guys were split away from each other, but you guys could see each other from, like, the distance and shooting. Oh, yeah. And um, it was, I guess you guys were on crates or something, but but you did this thing where you would have your, your hand and your finger, and you just kept shooting, like, um, like... I don't I don't know how you were able to do this so fast, but you were clicking the the trigger like a machine gun and it was nuts. And <laughs> I I saw the boss like I I saw the last part of the game and that was my first time I'm like, "Whoa, Cess is a monster at this game." And um I just remember seeing you guys do that and Jason's like, "Yeah, no big deal. I just didn't have to spend just as much." <laughs> But yeah, that was sick. I remember watching you guys do that. Marvel vs. Capcom 2, Death Dance Revolution. Um, those were like the go-to games. But yeah, man, that, oh, good times. I If I had like a man cave, that's probably one of the games I would try to purchase and bring back to like, I don't know, my little spot. But yeah, dude, um, it looks like you had something here. Like, uh, reminds you of Super Mario Runs. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, yeah, this is just like kind of like how you had the app recommendation. Mm-hmm. I'd just like to recommend uh, a modern game called Enter the Gungeon. I just got it on Switch. Uh, shout out to Jerry. Shout out to Junior. Um, they, yeah, uh, I've been playing that a lot. Um, they say that I think it's the World Health Organization is going to recognize game addiction as an official disorder. Ooh. And... <laughs> Um, I think I'm getting pretty close to that <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> enter the gungeon. Um, yeah, it, it's a, it's like smash TV. That's kind of like what it reminds me of is like shooter, but then it's also, uh, cause you're walking around shooting people in this dungeon and getting new guns and things like that, but it's car, it's cartoony, uh, not, not super violent. Um, oh. and yeah, the monsters are like giant shotgun shells with their own gun, things like that. So, um, Really fun game, and it reminds me also of like I think it's Strikers nineteen forty five, just yeah those bullet hell games. Um, so it's like Metal Slug, yeah, and um, no, like top down. Oh, okay, top down. Oh, okay, 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 yeah, okay. Yeah, but That's but sick. yeah, it, you know, it's just, yeah, kind of like the art is kind of like Metal Slug. Um, For sure. Oh, I, I, yeah. I'm curious about it. It's, I just saw this link that you just. Cl- you put on this uh, the doc, and it says experts have a new reason to debate whether gaming disorders is real. <laughs> yeah, so I, I skimmed that, and I think um, some experts like it, but then uh, the other side of it is just like, oh, people are. It, it might mask the real issues of like may, maybe it's games, but maybe people are playing games because they're depressed, things like yeah. that. So, you know, I see both sides of it, but I, I also see where video games uh i i haven't been playing games in the past few years so yeah um playing this i'm seeing like oh yeah i can get pretty addicted to games and i saw it last year where i had to just uninstall super mario run um where i I remember one night i just like could not stop playing and (laughs) it was approaching like maybe 2, 3 a.m. on, like, and had work the next day. And it was just to beat, like, this one high score that one of my <laughs> friends had. And then I finally beat it and, you know, texted it, you know, hey, I don't know, whatever message. <laughs> and then he beat it, beat that score within, like, I think maybe, like, 15 minutes the next day. So, oh, um, no. And then I uninstalled it right after, like, right after he showed me, like, it was kind of not rage quit. It was the opposite. It was very like level headed. I was like, okay, you know, I need to stop playing this game. That's uh, good. I would have anyway. f- flipped the yeah. table. Yeah, that's good, man. Well, cool. dang. I th- Do you have to close out? No, I mean, if you have right. one more, yeah, go for it. Um, no, I, I don't. Oh, yeah, I guess I do. So mm-hmm. I guess we can we could start closing. So uh, we'll, we just opened the magic window. Time to close it. Uh, <laughs> we talked about The Simpsons and Time Crisis 2. Nice. I can uh, recall with that. The rec- with the recommendation of Enter the Gungeon. Yep. Um, yeah, so closing. Just going to try to w- take a segment um, from Jocko, who we talked about in our podcast recommendations. Uh, for I think every episode he does, he does a closing gratitude. I don't know if it's every episode. Uh, mm. I'm, I'm new to his podcast, so. Um, but yeah, a closing gratitude. Do you have one? Uh, yeah. I guess this kind of does tie into like um, the five minute journal, uh, which is mostly about like centered around daily gratitudes and the power of it. Um, and yeah, hold on. Before you get to, I, I would yeah. just like to talk about that. I have been. That was one of the things that I want to do this year i have a five minute journal i've been kind of spotty with doing it but i'm going to try to do it every day i do think gratitudes are it's this thing where you kind of have to believe in the process where um you do it every day you'll be happier but it won't be immediate um and you shouldn't do it like you know just just to be happy i just think there's a lot of value in it um just being thankful for what you have uh that's one of my resolutions is, yeah, to to realize that, you know, there there is no need to sprint and um, sacrifice all this stuff to try to get subscribers and things like that. Um, so, uh, yeah. be thankful. And one way to do that is to express gratitude daily. Oh, daily, yeah, definitely, man. Oh, um, yeah. So there's this quote, and I would like to say from Mark Manson again from the Subtle Art, and it goes like this. <clears throat> with being grateful. So 
or gratitude, I should say. There is a simple realization from which all personal improvement and growth emerges. This is the realization that we, individually, are responsible for everything in our lives, no matter the external circumstances. We don't always control what happens to us, but we always control how we interpret what happens to us, as well as how we respond. Whether we consciously recognize it or not, we are always responsible for our experiences. It's not it's impossible not to be, choosing to not consciously interpret events in our lives, but being grateful of the events of our lives. That's that's from Mark Manson, subtle art not giving an F, a counterintuitive approach of not of living a good life. And Sess being grateful i'm grateful for this podcast it, it i i feel like what it's been more than a year or no no i'm no, sorry six more months. than a year six more than six months so almost half a year more than half a year that we've been on this podcast i'm grateful for doing this with you man i'm grateful for all, everyone that's around me uh new year i know we've been doing everything that's uh, uh around us that's keeping us positive keeping us working keeping us doing what we want to do and I feel like, in part, we've been more and more successful within these last uh, this last year. So yeah, man. Yeah, um, I'm grateful for this podcast. Also, we started it uh, with this goal to. I wanted to do it to like better keep in touch, um, have like one week uh, conversation, and we're both trying to like create stuff online. So uh, it just. Seemed to, I, I was interested in like making a podcast and just like talking, and I think it's been really successful um, in in that sense. And yeah, so this year, um, kind of like what you said, um, I'm gonna try to focus on videos, and also this podcast is we're, we're proficient enough that we can like um, do it, be be sustainable and like consistent with it. So now we can try to improve it and we're always trying to improve it. And I'm going to actually try to do the <laughs> marketing every year. So I'm going to share it. Um, but I do have, I'll, I'll try to do that this year. Uh, Please. try to get some listeners, yeah. some more people so we can get feedback and improve because if you want to get better, have a mentor <laughs> get feedback <laughs> on whatever you're practicing. Um, and keep practicing and put in the work. Sick. All right, man. Dude, Sess, where can we find you? ActiveRecall.co. Excellent. And you or guys on can... Twitter. I probably just oh. go to Twitter. Active oh, Recall. really? Okay, excellent. All right, and you guys can find me at WalterAmedia.com. Actually, I might be starting to do a blog blog post here and there, so keep in, keep an eye for that. Anyway, Sess, it's good hearing from you guys. Or good hearing from you guys if you guys want to check us out more, ActiveRecall.co. Like and subscribe to the videos. Uh, you know, check us out. Have a good one. A happy New Year. And Sess, happy New easy, Year, man. I'll, I'll see you next week. All right, and and cut. cut. Sick crotch.